welcome to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss mystical works of literature and how they relate to recovery. We hope you enjoy today's podcast episode. This is Buddy C. Welcome to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. Today we have Amy and Dennis and Chris and Craig. Hello, everyone. Any recovery epiphanies this week that uh, you want to share with us? Anything? We had a great anniversary meeting, didn't we, Amy? Monday night. I'm still in the clouds from that one. It's it's amazing because I turned eight last Friday, and then we turned one as a meeting. So I'm yeah. I mean, yesterday was a fantastic day for me, and today is my youngest daughter's 16th birthday and so it's just it's just a week of gratitude and celebration and i'm riding it out i am enjoying every second of it congratulations on it well done yeah congrats Mm. did you do something special on that anniversary meeting we congratulated ourselves on having a year Uh, i found out something that i didn't know dennis you know, I went around Atlanta and put out flyers for the to all the clubhouses. I looked up all the clubhouses in the Atlanta area from coming all the way down to South Atlanta and went to all the different clubhouses. I think there's 12 or 15 and put out flyers. I did it at least twice, I think three times over the course of the pandemic. I did not know until Monday night that two people that are very regular to the meeting, one being Amy that's here. And Leah both came from my flyers. They saw the flyer and came to the meeting from the flyers. Ah. And then on top of that, Amy is Leah's sponsor, and their relationship is what Leah credits to her getting sober. Ah. So there's all these dynamics within dynamics, and it's it's very uh I did not know that anyone more than a time or two, someone said, I came from the flyer, you know, never stayed, but not like this. You know, we have two intricate people to our group that came from those flyers, and I had no idea. Ah, uh, that's good. How do you deal with that, Amy, to, to know that, that, that somebody's crediting you for, for her sobriety? Well, I, I tell her <laughs> it is absolutely nothing that that I've done. I'm just a vessel, right? And um, I'm just doing what was done for me. You know, crediting me with her sobriety may be some pretty strong words, you know. Um, certainly, um, you know, guiding her through through steps and sharing my experience, strength, and hope and and saying things like, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to sit here and coast on your bullshit, just because you didn't get your way, you know, I mean, saying things like my sponsor said to me. So, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just doing what was done for me, you know? And so I, I tell her that and, and she knows that. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't know until Monday either that she got here. She got to the meeting on a flyer, on a flyer. <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Didn't we all get there on a flyer somehow? <laughs> She just celebrated eight months, right? Nine months yesterday. Nine months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen anybody uh, in these Zoom meetings so, so happy. <laughs> she just is really She wasn't ecstatic. that happy at the beginning. No, she wasn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no. 
you know, that God puts people in our life for a reason. And uh, that's, but you know, people, I've worked with several sponsees from their start and they overly credit their sponsor in the first year normally. That's just part of it. And you get used to that and you know how not to take that personally as if you're the one that got them sober. I know Amy's got a good handle on that or I wouldn't be saying that. You know, it's just, it's just how it is because that's the one person they know that showed them the way, you know, so been a great week i'm still riding high from from that monday night meeting still have that meeting every night at 9 p.m eastern the link will be in the chat and there's another meeting at 1 uh, p.m eastern i believe that's uh, monday through friday that link is in the chat as well that's for any addiction our meeting is an aa meeting get all that information in the episode notes craig you have something sir yeah, just before we start the meeting, can I just plug the Facebook page? Sure. Diver Understanding Facebook. It's the exact same logo as what's on the, the podcast. And if I can say hello to Angie, I know Angie's going to be listening. Angie posted into the group today. So, Angie, thanks for listening. Really appreciate it. And the link for the Facebook group is in the episode notes as well. Plus a link to buy Sensei's new book. It's there. We we got several things there for you. The Man of Tao. Amy, can you read for us? Thank you. The Man of Tao. The man in whom Tao acts without impediment, harms no other being by his actions. Yet he does not know himself to be kind, to be gentle. The man in whom Tao acts without impediment does not bother with his own interests and does not despise others who do. He does not struggle to make money and does not make a virtue of poverty. He goes his way without relying on others and does not pride himself on walking alone. While he does not follow the crowd, he won't complain of those who do. Rank and reward make no appeal to him. Disgrace and shame do not deter him. He is not always looking for right and wrong, always deciding yes or no. The ancients said, therefore, the man of Tao remains unknown, perfect virtue, produces nothing, no self is true self, and the greatest man is nobody. Amy muted quickly. She must not have any comments on that one. It's just humility. It's like what Mm -hmm. I as a person strive to be. What came out? Go ahead. Sorry, I, I was just going just to pick up on that because this one says that the the man in whom Tao acts, not the man who acts in Tao. So it's almost as if saying the Tao is the Tao is more or less controlling the man. He's, he's just he's just he's just resigned to you know, just just doing things as, as as they're supposed to be. Just that's an expression of the higher power. Yeah, I feel yeah. Just complete surrender. That pretty much says it all. Are we done now, guys? Yeah, I think you guys nailed it. That's it. Thank you. (laughs) How many more is Craig going to have this month? I mean, he's like hit his limit, hasn't he? Or we talked about that last week. Uh, It's because I'm an hour early this week. That's that's what it is. In whom the Tao acts. That's good, Craig. I didn't see that. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh It's standing on what's moving, right? 
mm-hmm. but is already moving. Being the observer, moving from having to doing to being, like we've talked about, right? The part is. One thing that occurred to me is that he's always he's unaware of himself in some way, totally. Hmm. I'm sorry to interrupt, buddy. But, no, uh, no, 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 no. That's yeah. good. So he's unaware of himself. Hmm. Yeah, he does not know himself to be kind, to be gentle. Hey, is that like in the promises where it says we realize God's doing for us what we can't do for ourselves in the ninth step promises? Like we we see it happening for us, it's not us doing it. It could be, yeah. Isn't I kind of that was what I what I kind yeah. of stopped on to that that last in the first answer that says to be kind to be gentle. He don't know himself to be time, kind or to be gentle. And I thought is 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 it just because you to be is enough that you're raised above that goodness days of being kind and gentle, so you don't have to be aware of it. Is is that it? I don't know. I'm kind of asking. Um, well, the total the only, the total selflessness is to be not aware of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the sentiment about helping to help yourself. You know, doing like in, in a they discuss about um, if you're doing it for your own benefit, if you're helping somebody else to help your to, for your own benefit. That's just one step to where you want to be. Ah, okay. So it's doing the kindness without trying to be kind. Yeah. So you, yeah. Yes, I get it. So, so you're yeah. just doing the right action, but without reaping the benefits of it or yeah. look for, for validation. Right. So. Like you were talking about, Dennis, about giving the guy the big book. Instead of just stopping there, He had you had to make sure if he didn't read it, you'd get pissed off at him or he didn't come yeah. back and get sober, you know? Right. <laughs> That's it. Well, mine comes out way more flamboyant with that art piece I have in the kitchen. I go in and make sure to tell my wife that there's greatness going on in the kitchen. So I, I have long to go there. Even that I know it sounds funny, but, but really the, the, the true joy is in just doing it for the sake of doing it and, and, and nothing else. Right? So, Greg, you have something, sir? Yeah, we were. This this kind of reminds me of the forty first verse. We were was talking about this today. Um, the, the first part that says the wise student hears of the Tao and practices it diligently. The average student hears of the Tao and gives it thought now and again. The foolish student hears of the Tao and laughs aloud. So I'm kind of thinking the guy that that has the Tao in him is is kind of like this wise person, this sage that just that just lets it lets it come naturally to him. It's got that effortless effort that we weigh. Then it says the Tao acts without impediment, which would mean without obstruction. I had to look up impediment. Uh, without obstruction. So how much of the time do we talk about resisting? And it's our resistance that gives, like we're talking about feelings with Hawkins and letting go, mm-hmm. that in our resistance makes it stay like our anger and our other feelings that we, we don't want to feel them. So we push against them and in pushing against them, we give them power. Right. So this is the Tao acting in their life without us resisting the Tao, without us resisting when we have that intuitive thought, well, we need to do, Oh, we can't do that. We don't need, no, 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 no. That's not what we, I mean, how many times do we have that intuitive thought to do? And we just pass that. 
that is obstructing. <laughs> I mean, I, I I try to do that less now when I have that intuitive thought. So oh, I need to do if it's something good, I just try to go ahead and do it, whether it's you know not think about it, just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that would be part of that obstructing, mm-hmm. resisting. This reminds me of the the water. You know, go where water goes where it wants to. With and and water has no power; it uses gravity, Amy. No power of its own. Oh. The force, the force that water uses, is another force. It allows. I like that metaphor all the time. The the least resistance that's what makes so. So you're always going downhill, right? The least resistance, and then just letting things happen. And and I guess that goes along with that. You are. What is it that you keep saying, buddy? You said earlier, staying with the with the changes. What, what do you call that? You always say it's staying with the changes or going with the oh the uh, go with the flow. Go with the stand on what's moving. Stand on what what's moving. Yes, that's what I mean. That's kind of good. So he does not intentionally be kind. It's just his nature. Hmm. hmm. How about this? Does not bother with his own interest. In other words, it, more than he doesn't pursue it, he just don't bother with it. Mm. <laughs> that's a whole mm. other level. Right. Oh, I don't pursue my own interest because I know that's not what I need to do. It's not even that. It's, he just he just doesn't even bother with it. It's like a passing thought. And yet again, he lets others just do it without despising them. Right? I think that's no judge. Okay, that's yeah. He's taking nobody else's inventory. Right. Boy, I got a long way to go here, guys. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. How many times have I done the right thing and then I have to resist judging everyone else whom I don't believe are doing the right thing? I'm sitting here judging you as it is. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't follow the crowd, but, but he won't complain of those who do. Shame does not deter him. The, the the one thing that got me scratching my head here a little bit is he is not always looking for right and wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, why is that always in there? Yeah, that makes me think that sometimes he does look forward, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't be perfect, I guess, is the point, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I saw that too, Chris. I was, I don't, I don't see a, uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a comparison to the average person. Cause I, many times do, many times do I think on a daily basis, that's right, that's wrong, that's good, that's bad. I think sometimes it's ingrained in the nature of some people just to be like that. That you see the good or it's bad. Maybe he's just ex- he just accepts everything for what it is because he's not always he's not always looking for good and bad. He's, he's just accepting things for the way mm-hmm. things are. It just is. Hmm. Then I was thinking about the second chapter of the Tao Te Ching too, Craig. On this, I was thinking about the line that says uh, at the end of the second one where. She has without possessing. Oh, wait. The master can act without doing anything and teach without saying her word. Things come her way and she does not stop them. Things leave and she lets them go. 
she has without possessing and acts without any expectations. When her work is done, she takes no credit. That is why it will last forever. Um, another translation of that, I think, says, when her work is done, she lets it go, and in letting it go, it makes it stay. Yeah. The fact that she lets go is what gives it the power to stay. Sounds like freedom from attachments to me. That you don't get attached to a job well done or, or what you let it go and then that kind of makes some infinity out of it. Yeah. You know that couldn't have been written about a man because a man a man will do his work and just keeps saying, see what I've done, see what I've done. Look at that. I did that. I did that. It's like driving a, driving past a house that you've done some work on. You're like, I worked on that house. I've, I've been in there. You know, women just I, tend to just go. I don't know that that's necessarily a man thing, though, because I do that, too. <laughs> I need the accolades. I need you to tell me, Atta Girl. I need you to tell me that I'm doing a good job. I mean, that's that's just me, so. That's good to hear. I always thought that it was a male ego thing to go in there and bang your chest. Honey, I fixed it. Look. Come see. Oh, I, I, I think there's a difference. I think there's a difference between showing off and needing the validation, looking for that validation for things that you've already done. Mm. Well, and then there's pride and recognition too. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, shame deters me. I, I can't get past that disgrace and shame. I'm stuck on that hurt. too, because because I don't understand why. I, I get rank and reward make no appeal to him, right? He's not looking for those accolades. He's not mm-hmm. looking for the validation. But then disgrace and shame. Why would he feel disgrace? People pleasing. Shame. People pleasing is what I thought of. How many times I make a decision based on what someone's going to think of me? Oh, people. Okay, I get it. People judging him. Yes. So it's not necessarily his own disgrace or his own shame, but it's what other people are trying to invoke in him. But he thinks they would think of him. Oh, got it, got but it. But that's the way I look at that because yeah. I've made a lot of decisions based on what others think of me. Still, if we if we say that he's selfless, then he won't know what those are anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe it's everybody else's disgrace and shame. That don't notice it doesn't say he doesn't see it. He says it doesn't deter him. Yeah, um, it actually starts saying, make no appeal to him. Disgrace and shame do not deter him. Not that he doesn't see it. Yeah, see, That's even another level. He sees that he's going to, people are going to try to put shame on him, but he does it anyway. Well, I guess in the whole context, he's, it's, it's, he won't complain of those who do. Right. So, so other people are looking for rank and reward. Mm, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Other people get disgraced and shame. Huh. Okay. Oh. I'm kind of seeing it from the other side that he doesn't matter if it doesn't matter to him if you're disgraced or shamed. He's like the water that nourishes. He, the, the water doesn't judge. The water's going to, like, the, the water will slake any person's thirst. The mm-hmm. water doesn't judge if you're good or bad. I think maybe that's. That's what I'm seeing on this. He's not he, he's not bothered about what you've done, what you're doing. He's just he's just going to be there to help. It's like the the, the, the bad man. What's, what's the bad man a good man's teacher? What's a good man a bad man's teacher? I've killed that conversation. <laughs> no, that's good. I, I think it yeah. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's good, Craig. Thank you. Uh, 
And the result is that last stanza, the, the man of Tao remains unknown. Perfect virtue produces nothing, like nothing of self, I think. Not, not that he doesn't have any achievements, but they're not within himself. You know, they're not. No self is true self. And the greatest man is nobody. Third note that it's uh, Tao Te Ching chapter 30. Okay. The master does his job and then stops. He understands that the universe is forever out of control and that trying to dominate events goes against the current of the Tao. Because he believes in himself, he doesn't try to convince others. Because he's content with himself, he doesn't need others' approval. Because he accepts himself, the whole world accepts him. After you have attained your purpose, you must not parade your success. You must not boast of your ability. You must not feel proud. That's chapter 30 in Dyer's book. That is emptiness, no agenda, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I heard an example this morning that kind of fits with this, that the Tao is like a comfortable pair of shoes. You know, you put your shoes on, and if they fit right, you don't think about them the rest of the day. You just go about whatever else there is to do. But if they're too small or too big or they're rubbing some way, the only thing you think about are your shoes all day long. That's good. That's very good. Or like the... It was in the readings yesterday where you're what, a loose garment. What is that phrase? And um, we wear recovery like a loose garment. Is that correct? I think the way they say it, the same kind of thing. The world, the world is a loose garment. The world is a loose garment. Is that okay? Thank you. Um, it's that same idea that that we're to flow in this thing and not unobstructed. Hmm. So I'm going to take this back to 12 and 12 real quick. Page 92, it says, As an insurance against big shotism, we can often check ourselves by remembering that we are today sober only by the grace of God and that any success we may be having is far more His success than ours. Yeah. Hmm. That also ends the conversation pretty well, right? No, nobody can trump that. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good, Amy. Yeah. Yeah. Page 97, you said? Page 92. 92. Can't we say that about everything? We can say that about variety, but we can say that about our relationships. We can say that about our job. We can say that about anything, that it can be more more his success than ours. Yes, and that is the definition of surrendering, letting go without attachments, right? I don't have anything to do with this. And with the sponsees also, it's not me. This is simply something great. That's good. Actually, that last sentence uh, made me think about, and I don't remember if it's Plato or, or what it is, one where it says, um, and the greatest man is nobody. Because at that time, they were going around to see who the greatest philosopher was. And I don't remember if it was Plato or one of those where he was asked and they found out that he was the greatest thinker of all. And the only reason why he, he got elected for that was because he knew he wasn't. And, and, and that was, he was the only one who knew that, that, that he wasn't the greatest thinker. And, and that kind of made him uh, the, the greatest His humility, right? This time. Huh? Is he, is humility. Yes. Yes. Well, it goes back to that idea of, 
our acknowledgement of a power greater than ourselves holds everything that we need. Like in the second step, we came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity, restore our sanity. That is being nobody. Because we're surrendering to this power that's greater than ourselves. So that is being nobody, really. If that's where the ego, so the ego can chew on that, that's good. All, all of this pay, all this is just a description of being nobody. Mm-hmm. Isn't it? Yes. Any success we may be having is far more his success than ours. Finally, we begin to see that all people, including ourselves, are to some extent emotionally ill as well as frequently wrong. And then we approach true, true tolerance and see what real love for our fellows actually means will become more and more evident as we go forward that it is pointless to become angry or to get hurt by people who, like us, are suffering from the pains of growing up. You think the man of Tao was aware of page 92 and the 12 and 12? I really like that saying. I read Reminds me of a, of a friend in the fellowship there that used to say that. And, and I remember me, I thought I had a monopole on being crazy and, uh, and frequently wrong. And I couldn't understand that other people went through their stuff. I thought there was my entitlement to be the crazy one, right? And they were the one that needed to fix me. Oh my goodness, were I wrong? But just accepting that people are being people and have that, that is a great thing, actually. So, so that's like, Disgrace, shame, rank, and reward all in one right there, Dennis. Yeah. All of that. You wanted all the things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. There was totally ego. I want the good and the bad. I'm, <laughs> yeah. Buddy, you mentioned step two a minute ago, and um, there's a, a worksheet that I use um, for step two, and it's there's a little excerpt on water. Water is everywhere and in all living things. We cannot be separated from water. No water, no life. Period. Water comes in many forms. Liquid, vapor, ice, snow, fog, rain, hail. But no matter the form, it's still water. Human beings give this stuff many names in many languages and all its forms. It's crazy to argue over what its true name is. Call it what you will. There is no difference to the water. It is what it is. Human beings drink water from many containers, cups, glasses, jugs, skins, their own hands, whatever. To argue about which container is proper for the water is crazy. The container doesn't change the water. Some like it hot, some like it cold, some like it iced, some fizzy, some with stuff mixed in with it like tea, coffee, whatever. No matter, it does not change the nature of the water. Never mind the name or the cup or the mix. These are not important. What we have in common is thirst. Thirst for the water of life. As it is with the water, so it is with God. And that's Robert Fulgham. This chapter is really about being that vessel. Being powerless. Just taking what comes. Not surrendering to the moment. And here's a full circle. We were just talking at the beginning about not 
taking credit. That there, it's not, it's not mine. I'm just a vessel. So there's that circle again. It's the circle. Thank you, Amy. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that. That's the first thing we were talking about, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I get chilly when that happens. That's pretty good. So let's not keep talking now, right? <laughs> I was just sitting with it for a minute. Mm-hmm. That's good. If anything else came to the top. You know, just learning to just do the next right thing, the thing that's in front of us. Not complicating it, not trying to create something. Just what is there to do? Okay, let's just do that. Hmm. In a meeting the other night, we're talking about the topic was something about a higher power. And there was someone there that was having difficulty with it. I said, quit trying to figure it out. I said, for me, I have to stop the, the thinking and just ask, okay, who who can I help right now and go help them? whatever it is it's in front of me to do and everything else takes care of itself. I don't have to figure it out. I don't have to understand. I don't have to have a set of beliefs and then act. I act in whatever I need to believe comes along. It's the opposite. That's what it sounds like this guy does or woman that's following the Tao. The Tao acts in their life without resistance to the Tao, to the positive energy that's going on in their life. A life of least resistance. I think that's pretty good. And I, I actually like that discussion that you take a lot with newcomers because that, that is probably the road to a lot of misconception if you're trying to figure out what God is. I think that's where we really go wrong because we're trying to intellect something that, that cannot be obtained by intellect. That's going to be a, a hard pill to swallow. How about this? If you go down through this reading today and talk about his actions, first of all, we see that he does not obstruct the Tao in his life. He harms no one. He does not know himself. He does not bother. He does not despise. He does not struggle. He doesn't make a virtues. He doesn't rely on others. Doesn't have self pride, does not follow, but he does not complain. He is not always looking. That's his actions. And he remains unknown. Has no agenda, right, Chris? Hmm? No agenda. agenda. Yeah. I know people who try to look like they're remaining unknown, but by God, they want to be known. I mean, they Mm -hmm. have an agenda. Yeah. Well, somebody should have told that to Queen when they were singing somebody. They should have been singing nobody instead. <laughs> that would really have hit the nail, but no, I don't. <laughs> In letting it go, it makes it stay. Hmm. That is being nobody. When you let it go, it makes it stay. Hmm. Good stuff. Anything else, guys? We're all good? I'm good. Okay. Okay, everybody, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Hello, this is Buddy C. I wanted to make you aware of several recovery-related resources that I've posted in the episode description. These resources include a list of recovery podcasts, a free sober meditation app, daily recovery email, shared Google recovery calendars, 
Hope you put some of these resources to use and have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Tao of Our Understanding Recovery Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends in recovery.